1: Welcome to the Phil Nason's Show. Welcome to the Phil Nation Show. I am so happy to have you here. We'll be here for 52 minutes and 30 seconds of NBA talk. It's a great time being here once again. We've increased now to two days. Very soon, you'll hear us five days a week. You can find us currently at CSN Sports Radio. That's a great site. You need to check it out. We've got a lot of entertainment there, a lot of sports talk, a lot of sports betting talk you're going to really, really love. You can also pick up the tip of the day over at Podbean, or you can find it on about 40 stations, played 16 times a day. Pick those up. You can find this show at philnasonshow.com. It's part of the Cash with Flash Sports Betting Network. I think I'm going to add another podcast when I finish this one, and it ought to be great. You know... I don't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts. I really don't. But I did listen to one. And one of the hosts was talking about me. And you all know how I hate that. And then they did it again. And then on another podcast. And I'm like, wow. But it's all good, you see, because I know this guy. He has been on this show at least 100 times. He is the second most... He's the he's the one who's been here the second most times as a guest. He hosts the Gooniverse podcast, which is amazing, and we'll talk all about it. Please welcome from formerly the sports goons, Jamie and Smith. You are in the house.
0: Hey, man. Welcome. hey, thanks, 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 thank you, man. Hey, when I talked about you on on the airwaves, it wasn't bad. I know. I gave you a huge shout out. I loved it. People, I love this guy, okay? I love this guy, Phil Nason. He's sort of like a big brother mentor, if you will, in, in this thing. Uh known for what? Almost 10 years now, right?
1: Maybe Just, even 12.
0: About, right? Yeah, maybe uh yeah, 10 to 12 years. I've known him. He's always been a good friend, a good, you know, always give positive feedback, give you, you know what I'm saying? Give you he he knows when to give you constructive criticism as well. You know, he he shoots from the hip, never sugarcoats anything. Uh, he's the reason that, you know, gave me the motivation to be able to do the podcast and stuff, man. I just, I appreciate it. I, he helped me out a, a ton, a whole lot so far. So, man, I'm happy to be back, man. Reunited and it feels so good, Phil.
1: Like Peaches and Herb, baby. Peaches and Herb. <laughs> Reunited yes, sir. and it feels so good. Oh, I can't sing at noon. But anyway, Jay, it's good to have you here. Now, talk about the Gooniverse podcast. What is it? Where can they find it? And I'm thinking we may have to add that onto the Cash with Flash Best Bets Radio Network, too.
0: Oh, yeah, man. You got to add it on, man. Well, we're going to do that. The Gooniverse. Uh, because when I, when I, if, okay, let me can I, if I tell the story right quick. About you could
1: do whatever you need to do. We've got 15 minutes oh, left. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Roughly about
0: seven, eight years ago, I started Sports Goons Radio. And for the for the most part, it actually it absolutely sucked. And I think I talked to you about it. You was like, don't worry about the listeners, don't worry about this and that. Just go and do your thing. But it was just something missing. So um I got with my buddy Rob and we met in our homegirl from uh high school, Dominique, and we just started hanging out. And I just felt the vibe there. You get what? I'm, like me and you had that chemistry. We had that chemistry as well. Uh, I think we we went to uh, our our high school played the state championship a few years ago in basketball, and we had like a video sort of go viral. where I say from the logo? For like we shot we won the game, uh, game win three point shot. And the kid shot it from almost by the logo. And he re- and I recorded me saying he shot it from the logo though. In his video, sort of went viral. And people was liking me, WD video, whatever. Then with Rob, I said, Okay, because me and Rob was already thinking about doing a podcast from the sports goons anyway. So I was like, Okay, so I got that in place. Then we have our other friend, James, he also, uh, he does DJing. We was thinking about equipment and we think about all this stuff. Now I thought about it, but our buddy James he does DJing. He loves sports. He's one of our best friends, and he said, "Sure, we can do it." So, boom, there we have it—the birth of the. Group. Then we had the pandemic hit, so it was the perfect timing to start it. So we started in the in the pandemic, uh, back in March. We've done uh roughly we we sort of like with the holidays and stuff like that. We sort of been off a little bit, but we've we're in season two of the gooniverse podcast within a year so i mean march will be our one year anniversary of the podcast i love it we got a lot of followers got a lot of listeners we got a good feedback from it and i love it man it's very fun to do it's very easy to do with those guys you don't have to sugarcoat anything it's great dialogue great we talk about sports for the main part but we also talk about some Issues going on in the world We talk about little celebrity stuff We give you a little bit of everything It is very entertaining And just like the Field Nation show It's very entertaining, man I love it, man So go ahead and check it out Gooniverse It is on all streaming platforms Apple uh, Podcasts It is on Spreaker It is on Spotify Also on iTunes Radio So please, just type with Gooniverse Follow us on Instagram Follow us on Facebook uh, Gooniverse, G O. O-N-A-V-E-R-S-E. You'll see the uh you see our logo with the with the globe with the hat on, smoking the cigar, the cigar is our trademark thing. So please go ahead and follow us, man. It's a good listen.
1: It sure is. I can vouch for that. We'll have to put you in touch with CSN Sports Radio while we're at it. Get you some airtime. I'm pretty sure they'll play that too. So you are an Atlanta Hawks fan, and one of the reasons I have you on this show is we're gonna talk about the Hawks, but the one of the main reasons. Because, you know, I only bring on beat writers in that now. But uh-huh. here's why I bring you on. Because you were sitting in oh. Phillips Arena when there were nobody in the stands and when the Hawks <laughs> stunk. And, and I liked that. I admired that. And then they got good. Remember that season, 60 wins? Uh, that was yes. like one of my greatest calls. And I haven't been right about the Hawks since. But uh-huh. but that was a great call I made. I said, hey, these guys are going to be the f- number one seed. And nobody believed me. Remember Chris Willis? I brought him on the show. He didn't right. even believe me. Right, right, right. Right. And then that started a show he and I did called Peachtree Hoops. And well, we could get into that, but whatever. The Hawks have <laughs> rebuilt and they have a kid named Trey Young, who I was you know, people kind of misconstrued what I was trying to say about him. I had a couple mm-hmm. of his I had a couple of his games, and I thought, you know what, there's nothing special here. I think it was against Virginia Tech or Virginia or West Virginia, and he got D'd up for was- real. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. yes. Jalen Carter, who is probably still on the Grizzlies, right?
0: Uh, I think he's out on the Grizzlies. Or if he didn't get traded to the – it was the Suns or the Grizzlies, one of those.
1: Or he could be in Europe, for all we know, because we don't hear his name much. <laughs> but we do hear a lot about Trey Young. And what I thought we would mm-hmm. do here today is take the Atlanta Hawks, who <laughs> had a big win the other night. I was wrong about them twice last week. I hardly missed these free picks. And I was wrong twice, and two of them involved the Atlanta Hawks. And, of course, three of them were the Atlanta Hawks, and there I was right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the Atlanta Hawks, who were probably one of the hotter teams in the NBA right now. A lot of people are wagging their tongues about this team. A lot of folks who are talking about this team probably don't know them as well as Jay does. So what I thought we would right. do is take the Brooklyn Nets, or I'm sorry, the Atlanta Hawks, and, and face them against the East. How does that sound?
0: Okay, yeah, that's
1: fine. Now, I, But I want to clear something up because I owned this right after I – right when, when Trey Young decided that he was going to make me look silly, and a lot of other people, by the way. I gave him his props on this show, and I even talked to him in the tunnel at the Cleveland game after he scored 35 points. He's a fantastic young man. He works his ass off. He's a good kid. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he goes, that's okay. People have been underestimating me my whole life. He said, just like they probably did you in your tennis. And I said, what? Because he knew who I was. That's horrible. Oh, wow. That's what happens when they when they look you up, you see. Now, a young right. guy like him, because like he said, he was, you're talking so much sense on your show. And then he kind of just wrote me off without letting me even hit the floor. And I felt bad about that. And But he said, don't worry about it because everybody does it. Believe me. They've been doing it since I was a little boy. And it's all good. But anyway, I owned that. But the reason I even got into a debate like that is because folks were trying to compare Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Now, Luka Doncic was a 17-year-old kid playing against men, and when he was 18, he was the EuroLeague MVP, which is hard to do. It's a tough physical right. league, and he's a kid. So, I mean, and Trey Young can't even get past the first round of the uh, NCAAs, so I said, you know what, why don't you pump the brakes and let these two young fellas decide who, who is what and at the end, you're probably going to find Luka Doncic is going to be one of the best players in the NBA, and Trey Young is not going to be very far behind him, and that's not an insult to anybody. Right. What do you think about that? You still Now, Luka Doncic was drafted by the Hawks.
0: Well, and... yeah. Um, I think the, tr- the trade pretty much happened before. It's like the NBA draft, as you know, it's weird from the NFL draft because the NBA draft, they go ahead and make the selections and they put the hats on. Then later on, they announce it. Instead of uh, Adam Silver coming to the to the and saying, we have a trade to announce. And such, and such and such and such get drafted by such and such. So it looked as though that the Hawks drafted him, then traded him to uh, – Dallas, when that wasn't the case, they already just had they already had the uh, the, the trade going. just a no matter who was involved. Now, this is my thing. I like Luke. I like Luca. But Trey Young, he got so much unfair criticism, and the city of Atlanta got so much unfair criticism for this trade. It's it's ridiculous. You know, your your, your guy Bill Simmons, Ryan Russillo, all those guys trashed the Hawks. People on NBA uh, NBA shows to jump this, that, and the other trash the Hawks for the trade. Luka Doncic is gonna be a generational talent. Well, what the people in Atlanta know is Trey Young's gonna be almost the same thing as well. Trey Young fits what we needed here in Atlanta. I, you know, that I was spot on the day that we drafted him. I called it from day one about this kid, and they had a lot of naysayers. The Hawks gonna regret it. This, that, and the other. No, I saw it in college. Matter of fact, I don't know what game it was that I was playing. The first time I've seen him play. And I was just sitting at home. It was on a Tuesday night. The Oklahoma was playing somebody. I said, who is this kid shooting from half court? Because
1: <laughs> nobody I was talking it. about him back then.
0: Right. Back in November, they, nobody was talking about him. I saw his stats. I'm like, oh, my God. So, like, as he the momentum started taking, I was like, because remember, the Hawks had two draft picks that, that year. I said, the Hawks might take one of these draft picks and draft this kid and get rid of Schroeder, because that Hawks team was
1: terrible. That Hawks team was awful. Lord and
0: behold, that's what happened. And he uh, – it's like the narratives and the goalposts always changed with him. First, he was going to be a bust. They, they, flat out, he was going to be a bust. Then he was going to be too small. Then he's going to – then the narratives change was, oh, he don't play defense. It's like it's just trying to – just say he's a good player. It's okay. That I think they both won the trade. Then you throw in the Cam Reddish, it's like oh, it's like okay, like the Hawks are we're okay. You can't say that this is gonna be the worst. That Bill Simmons said this is gonna be the worst trade of all time. Are you ah,
1: kidding me? Come on, that wasn't even close. You know, I when that when that trade happened, the first thing I thought was, you know, Luka Doncic is gonna be that generational talent. You can see it. I mean, he rises above, he's getting triple-doubles, and their team wins. They almost limped him in the playoffs, but, you know, they got issues. The end of the story with him, though, is culturally it made more sense to have Trey Young. Yes, yes. You know, Atlanta Atlanta is a migrant town, really. There's not a lot of people actually from Atlanta, from the ATL. And It's a transient season. Very, yes, you are correct. And there are fickle fans, and the difference is, is fickle. that – Fickle, and a lot of that talk about we need to see Luka Doncic play against black people are from those type of areas because they did not think a white boy from uh, Latvia is going to get that done.
0: It's funny that you say that. You know, I mean, I put a comparison, and people's like, yeah, that's pretty, that's that's right. If Luka Doncic came to the Hawks, they would treat him the same way South fans has treated Matt Ryan.
1: Yep, or Kyle Korver. <laughs>
0: Okay. I, think that, I don't know if Kyle Core was a bigger name, but you go from Michael Vick, who was spectacular, who was energetic, who was excited, to go to Matt Ryan.
1: Who's not. A-Lap. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? And that's funny that the exactly. Hawks do that. The Falcons fans do that. And I'm thinking, now, Matt Ryan is like top four or five every year. And, and right. bad breaks follow this kid. It's just unbelievable right. some of the bad breaks the Falcons have had over the last – I don't know, 10 years. But, yeah, yeah that's exactly – you know what? That's a very good analogy because that's what would have happened. Luka Doncic should come out for the Hawks and score 30, 14, and 10 every night, and he'd still be sorry.
0: <laughs> Those are the exact words, man. He, man, He's he sorry. Ain't nobody going to stay. I can hear it now. I, I can I can, hear, I can, hear it now, man. I think they fit both well. He fits well in Dallas with the EuroLeague type team. Yes, he does. And, Lall- and Trae Young fixed what we got going on here. And you see what happened because it's funny. That team from the Hawks last year was terrible. That was Ooh. a terrible roster. They I were mean, we awful. had Damien Jones, Jabari Parker, Evan Turner, Chandler Parsons, Vince Carter playing minutes. We had the Rick, they had two Rickies. Kevin Hurd was out. That team was terrible. And Trey Young got a lot of flat for that. Because the team was terrible. Oh, he can't win. But because the bubble, John Collins was spending for 25 games. Then in the bubble, you see Luka hit a step back three over Kawhi and Paul George. Automatically, Dallas won the trade. Now, you see what happened. You get some pieces around here. You get, the guy some, get some talent. Now, guess who's the daughters of the NBA League pass right now?
1: Well, that's his Yeah, Well, of course they are. You know, that's his it, though. Dallas wanted Luka Doncic because he culturally fits that area. In the same token, and everyone that knows basketball understood that. I mean, of course you got the guys out there, you know, the talking heads who've never picked up a basketball in their life outside of a playground or maybe at mm-hmm. the at the Kmart when they were picking it up for their kid, but outside of that, who are these guys? I don't pay any attention to them. You know that. But one thing I what? do one thing I did and I never heard anybody else do is I owned it when it happened. Right. I mean, right away. I, I owned it. I owned it on your page, too. I wanted to make sure. Cause yeah. yeah. That's why people still respect me because I'll own it. I, I have strong opinions, too. But one thing, but I got to tell you, this Hawks team, now you talk about the defense. Now, they right now mm-hmm. currently allow the 17th most points per game in the NBA. That's not yeah. too bad. That's on the bottom end of the uh, bottom half of the 15. Right. Can this team make the play? Let's let me let's let's look at the standings and let's just say, how do we square up this Atlanta Hawks team, which is still very very young, hadn't played a game mm-hmm. together in about eight or nine months because they got their bubble got popped and nobody seemed to care what happened to those other eight teams. You have the right. Phil, what about the Philadelphia seventy sixers? How how is it possible that they can match up with the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, who are currently in first place in the Eastern Conference?
0: Right now, Doc Rivers has those guys playing. It's amazing what good coaching can do. That's my fear with Lord Pierce and the Hawks. Right. I... It, it may take somebody else to get them to that next level. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, he's like and a Mark Jackson type.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think because with, with with the Seventy ers right now. It's like they've bought in. They bought in the Doc Rivers. They're running sets. they They're running screens. They got shooters. Ben Simmons uh, is, is, is probably my favorite player outside of Trey Young. I love Ben Simmons. Embiid looks locked in. They don't look disjointed. It would be. I think the Hawks uh, in the regular season they can get a game for them because Philadelphia one of those teams on the road they will play down to their competition at home. They're tough. But with this whole bubble arena, no fans, it's like you seeing the hoopers are hooping and the shooters are shooting right now. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it's no energy to feed off of. So I think it would be tough. I got like Philadelphia starting off at first place has surprised me a little bit. Not too much, but it just shows the imprint Doc Rivers has put on this team. And the Hawks would, they would lose to the Sixers. But I just think that Doc Rivers is just a better coach than Lloyd Pierce. They were just a boiled down to. They match up with.
1: And I'm not a big sisters. fan of uh, Doc Rivers as a coach either. I, I was very surprised by the Lloyd Pierce hiring. I was more surprised uh-huh. by the Travis Schlank hiring because you know he didn't have anything to do with building the Warriors. <laughs> he was carrying Jerry West Starbucks. That's what he was doing. But at least he was paying attention. You know what I mean? He was paying right. attention. Jerry Learn. West isn't going to listen Learn. to this kid. No. And it doesn't matter no. what he did or didn't do. But he's assembled a pretty good team that is currently the fifth seed in the East. And last year, they were right. the second-to-last worst team in the East and maybe right. the second-to-last worst team in all of the NBA for a variety of reasons. Right. And they've gotten off to a hot start, but last year they did too, and John Collins got suspended, and that messed everything up. I, I yeah. like I like what you say about Philadelphia, but you know I, I think that they're a paper tiger. I, I think that that Philadelphia <laughs> team is going to end up the same way that Doc Rivers Clippers teams did. And he, mm. if you notice he had a lot of talent. I yeah. think at some point Joel Embiid, who is the star. They that, them out. Well, that's what they, it looks like they are now. I mean, mm. it, they got rid of Al Horford, which was weird, but then they should have signed him in the first place. They made yeah. the, the biggest mistake that Philadelphia made was letting JJ Redick go because Redick could actually get those players to do what he wanted them to do. And right. they listened to him. He was a true mentor. Like
0: it is true. I like Red. I like Red for the for the uh, Sixers. I, I like J.J. Redick with
1: them. And now he's with the Pelicans. And but Philadelphia, I don't see Philadelphia as even a top three seed when this all shakes out because um, it's it's still jumbled. You know, let's just I'll run through the top eight and then we'll go on to the okay. second team. We got the Sixers in the top spot. We got Indiana okay. at, at number two. Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Orlando Magic, the Hawks, Boston Celtics, the Knicks, and the Bucks. If the playoffs were to begin today, that would be those teams, those eight teams. <laughs> now, if any of you bet on any of those teams or half of those teams making the playoffs? Uh,
0: no. I have a uh, job no. for
1: you over at Cash with Flash Best Bets. Come sign up, and I guarantee you we'll make a lot of money. You know, Cleveland's playing okay because they got rid of Tristan Thompson. That helped them. Right. Because Tristan Thompson's right. a distraction. Boston's going to find that out, too, for a host of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando. Come on, really? Orlando? Uh, the Hawks? Yeah, are, that's the, the one. Go ahead. That's the one that's that's shocking me, the, the Orlando one. What shocks you about Orlando, exactly?
0: Uh, I think I, for the game I did watch, Philadelphia beat them by almost 30. So they jumped out to this good to this great start. They jumped out to a good start. But I do like Markel folks and Cole Anthony. Uh I think Cole Anthony has been a pretty good pickup for them. Um I I don't I don't see it sus- sustaining. I don't see I don't see it sustaining. I I think they'll finish they'll fight for that A scene and that play in ninth ten crowd. But I don't I don't see the the uh Wiz- wizards uh, that was me, the magic success sustaining statement like that.
1: I think it's going to be hard for them to, to sustain that success. And now they have Evan Fournier out. So what are they going to do? You know, he's their shooter. I, I'm surprised right. Markel false is still in the NBA, to be honest. And I'm happy that he's mm. picking up checks down there in Orlando. Cause he sure had a hard time in Philly. There's no doubt about that. They right. kind of gave up on him. That whole process thing. That was just dumb. That whole thing was stupid. Mm-hmm. They busted See, up the a process. Yeah, they busted up a really good young team because they thought maybe they could do better. When in reality, how do you, how do you give up Dario Saric for someone? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you give those kind of young players up who actually can play both ends of the floor for these guys like L. Horford? I mean, El Horford has done his time. He'll end up in the Hall of Fame when it's all over. But El Horford is a is a is a, is a, is 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 a whisper of himself. A shadow yeah. <laughs> of who he was when he was with the Hawks. What
0: about Darren Morley in Philadelphia, though? You think they'll have any, any success or bring of a, a imprint or factor into it as well?
1: No, and I'll tell you why. Because first off, he hired Doc Rivers. That was not a good move. Um, I would not <laughs> have done that. I wouldn't hire Doc Rivers to coach my sixth grade team, to be honest. <laughs> but that's just me, okay? Glenn Rivers, you know something? He was really lucky. He's the coach of the Boston Celtics, and the first team that made a super team, you know, was the Boston Celtics, and he got lucky. But don't forget, right. he was the Orlando Magic coach, and they weren't very good, was it? Were they? And look at all the talent no, they had I, with the Clippers.
0: And I think his best Clipper coaching job was the year before Kawhi, them guys got there. Oh yeah, Not was- the Lob season. Not the Live City guys, but just the hard-working guys. They had Gallinari, Lou Will, Harrell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those guys. That I think that was his best coaching job, to be honest with you, see, I before, think, before all those guys came.
1: See, I think that marquee players don't pay attention to him like I think marquee players don't pay attention to Brad Stevens and a lot of those others. It is what it mm. is. It is what it is. But now let's go back to the Hawks now a little bit. Okay. I'm going to tell you, you obviously are a Trey Young fan, and and I'm becoming one. Okay, and that's for Mm -hmm. me saying a lot because I'm not big on the forty footers, but I I, I'm from a different era. I I think it's interesting, but if you'd have did that to me in high school, I'd have punched him in the mouth for real. I mean, (laughs) what are you trying to do? His coach would have never let him play back then. You know, I remember Charlie. I remember I remember Jay in high school launching a long shot. We only had two pointers back then, and Charlie Coles. You remember Charlie uh-huh. Coles? He coached at Central, and he coached at Miami of Ohio. He, I was his last high school class he coached. Man, okay. he screamed at me. He said, "Why, boy, <laughs> come sit here. <laughs> and, and that's what it was. He, What are you trying to do with that He was you're launching it from the hip, just like Trey Young did at Oklahoma. Remember, he was launching them long bombs right. from the hip because he wasn't strong enough to keep right. the ball over his head. It, it is what it is, right. but he's gotten better. But my favorite player on the – Atlanta Hawks and I think the steal of the draft that no one talks about is DeAndre Hunter. Mm. You know what? DeAndre Hunter was traded for three draft picks
0: from the Pelicans. And those three tra- those three draft picks may not be in the league next year. Right. DeAndre Hunter is turning into a poor man's Kawhi Leonard. <laughs>
1: That's a good way to he's look
0: soft-spoken. at it. Soft spoken. Yeah, he's soft spoken. He's quiet. He's starting to find his groove. He plays defense. You can see the confidence as he drives to the lane. You see the confidence in his jump shot. Uh, they had a blunder Saturday night against Cleveland. They were the second of a back-to-back, and they got tired. That's another discussion that we talked about coaching earlier. You can't, you can't, With a team like that, you can't act like you're up by 30 when you're actually up by 15 in the middle of the third quarter and, and bring out a substitute. We'll, we'll put all that in perspective. Anyway, right. but DeAndre Hunter, he is coming into his own this season. He is, he's coming. He's becoming that third option of the Hawks. So you got Trey. You got John Collins, and now you got Hunter. A lot of people like I like Bogdanovich and what he's doing, but uh, that glue guy that on both ends of the court is becoming DeAndre Hunter. Man, he takes any challenge. Him and Cam Reddish, they they're tall wings. They have long wingspans. Man. And with DeAndre Hunter, he's experienced uh, a lot of. The older guys gets talked about when it comes to the NBA draft, but those older guys know how to play basketball. His tenure at Virginia, winning the national championship, being there for three years, helped him out tremendously. I don't think he would be the player that he is now without that experience at Virginia. He's not flashy. He's not. Uh, he can't throw it down on you here and there, but he's not a flashy guy. He's a solid NBA player, man, and I just love seeing his maturation in this NBA game.
1: Oh, he's really good. You know, he reminds me when you're putting. People say this whole thing is built around what the Warriors did. That's incorrect because the Warriors were built with defense first, and these this team hasn't been. But that's okay too. But mm-hmm. Hunter is that Clay Thompson guy. He can knock down. He can knock down that triple. He's he's knocking down about forty eight percent of them over nearly right. five attempts. That's pretty good right. actually for what he's asked to do, which is play a full court. Mm-hmm. And he and he sets
0: picks. Yeah, I, I like what he. Yeah, he says he does everything. Another guy, Kevin Herter, red velvet coming into his own. Um, coming off the bench, just is the team is so deep, man. We haven't had this much depth in Atlanta since I don't know. I don't know when since, since deep, Dominique Wilkins
1: played.
0: Yeah, probably since Dominique Wilkins was playing. Yeah. We haven't had this much depth, and it's just about getting the right formula, the right chemistry. I was glad they jumping out to a fast start. Hopefully it continues this week. So, because 25% of the roster is still hurt. We still haven't seen the Ricky Okungwe from um, USC. Chris Dunn still hurt. Rondo played one game. Gallinari is out. Tony Snell is out. So, we still haven't seen 25% of this roster yet. So, it was imperative and them having such a long layoff since March. But for them to come out having a fast start. But you've seen the hard work that DeAndre Hunter has put in. I've been seeing the videos, been watching the clips, man. He is taking this game to another level.
1: He sure is. You know, I host a show called The Canteen with a guy named Scott Fiedler. His brother Jay mm-hmm. played for the Dolphins, and Scott was a Division One head coach. He was, at that time, he was the youngest. Oh, Jay Fiedler. Yeah, of course. Anyway, to make a long story <laughs> short, Scotty coached D1 basketball. At that time, he was the youngest D1 head coach. And this came mm-hmm. up on our show. I want to ask you what you think. We talked about Rondo, and, and I said he's there to mentor Trey Young, and, and he said I wouldn't let him mentor anyone. He's not that guy. What do you think about that?
0: So far, so good. I'll say that.
1: Except in the you, parking you lot, Rondo. This is what <laughs> happens when the NBA tells your side chicks they can't meet you on the road.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot who. I think yeah. I forgot who the old NBA player was. Bad. That the coach, they was. Oh, uh, dot Rivers, uh, said that Tim Duncan could bring his wife on the plane, and that's the reason he couldn't go to the Magic. But anyway, um, yeah, so far, so good with the with with him playing, and just with him playing now, you see a a, a bump, uh, extra hop in his stuff, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's not like the Sac- Sacramento Rondo. New Orleans, Rondo, Chicago. He he, has, he looks a little spry. I think the Lakers and that the whole atmosphere rejuvenated him some. And now he I think he is coming on and be, being a mentor. I think he was a mentor to the Lakers championship team. So I think him being a mentor, he's embracing that role of being a mentor. And he still can play. He's hurt right now, but the games he's playing, he's playing well. So I think he, you see him on the sidelines clapping and, and uh, high-fiving and stuff. Five years ago, I would agree with that assessment. I think that Laker team, that bubble team, really put him in a, uh, a mentor-type role, and guys were listening to him and gave him the respect as an OG that he, that he deserves. So I think it's going to rub off on these same Atlanta Hawks.
1: You know the one move that I thought was pretty good, but he's another one who's injury-prone, is Clint Capella. Now, Clint Capella... Mm-hmm. Before Russell Westbrook was acquired from Houston, or forehit to Houston from the Oklahoma City Thunder, James Harden and Capella had this inside-out game and this pick-and-roll game. And Harden got a bunch of assists, throwing down simple slams to uh, Capella. And I'm wondering, Mm -hmm. are we going to see more of that with the Hawks, you think?
0: Well, the last couple of games, Capella has turned back to his old self. He's been hurt. Uh, you can tell the first two or three games he was hurt. But the last couple of games, he's become that Clint Capella-type guy. It's just about him getting his conditioning uh, steady because we don't have a backup center right now. I, I, I'm not buying the Bruno Fernando. He gets in and fumbles the ball. I do like the guy Nathan, uh, the rookie, but the Lord Pierce hasn't played him since the Memphis game. I don't know why because I think he's better than Bruno Fernando. But with Clint Capella, him and John Collins, both can do the lobs, but I do like when they set the uh, high pick and roll and Clint can come in for the jam or John go in for the jam or John can step out for the three. Uh, they're starting to find chemistry with each other, working well with each other. It's just a matter of, like I said, getting his conditioning and getting back healthy. But you're going to see a whole lot of lobs and Trey has, his shot attempts are going down some because he's looking for these guys. You see him licking, you see him peeking and licking, always got his eyes wide open, looking for these lobs and these layups and these alley oops. Like he threw it off the backboard for Judd Collins the other night. Uh he's finally trying to get Capella easy buckets, easy shots, easy dunks. And he's starting to get back in his groove. He's not quite Houston Capella yet, but give us uh give it a matter of time throughout the season, I think we will finally see the Houston Clint Capella what we, we traded for.
1: Yeah, because you know what? When you have ex-Thunder players on your team, it's (laughs) tough to deal with those guys. You know, it's really tough to deal with. Brooklyn Nets, a lot of people said, Brooklyn, they were going to put them in the Eastern Conference Finals already after game one. I was one of them. I'm not, as you know. Um, (laughs) I think they're right now, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs if there were a playoffs beginning today. They would be relegated Mm -hmm. from away from the bubble, thankfully. That's he, misses Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, because he was the only one who would play defense and pass the ball. Now they don't have anyone to pass the ball. And we saw the Hawks, after getting beat by four the night before, they went out and mm-hmm. took it to them. Is that right. a sign of things to come? Because Brooklyn just looks like a mess. Well, they lost to the Wizards last night, who was terrible. Oh, yeah. And <laughs>
0: they have issues, like you say, yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie injury hurt more than
1: anything.
0: Spencer, who else on the team can create their own shot besides Kyrie? Spencer
1: Dinwiddie.
0: That's Yeah, Kyrie Irving. He's more of a off. He more of a combo guard. But you're not gonna be okay. He's not Kyrie Irving. He create. He's gonna look for his own jump shot. Spencer Dinwiddie. He was the guy who can create his own shot. Get to the lane. Can shoot it and pass it. Nobody else on their team could do it, but Kyrie. And you're not gonna lean on Kyrie for your assists. They have an issue with DeAndre Jordan is is hurting the Nets more than he do the other teams right now. Uh, defensively, they're 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 not as good. Um, they can't get stops. If the if the Hawks had have got two three stops, they would have beat them in Brooklyn instead of going toe for toe with them. But they they couldn't get stops last night against Washington. I was watching the game uh it's just they got a lot of like like you say how it's gelling with atlanta with the with the with the new people it's not all quite gelling for the brooklyn nets yet because with the entry especially dealing with it certain guys is gotta step up and they can't do it TLC I can't pronounce his name but he's awful uh, uh
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what I'm talking about I can't yeah. pronounce his name Timothy
1: cabaret LC
0: yeah cabaret yeah he's awful he, he's awful. He, I don't know what he, what he brings to the team, what he does to the team, but he's awful. So, yes, they are Mr. Spencer did with it. He's awful. So it's going to be a continued struggle for Durant because all teams are doing is keying on K- KD and Karat. KD and Kyrie. They Mainly KD because they're going to let Kyrie. One of them can do their thing, one of them can. And they're going to pick KD as the guy they're going to try and take out. And Kyrie, they're going to let Kyrie do his thing. Well, I so would you're too. You're right. They are, yeah, any good coach would.
1: You know Maybe what? Coach you what? I wrote them I wrote them off the day Kyrie Irving said in a newspaper or somewhere when he was actually talking to media because it, it benefited him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could go oh boy, I could go places with that. <laughs> when he said, "You know what? We don't need a coach. Maybe some nights I'll be the coach, or other nights it'll be Kevin, or it'll be a group effort, but we really don't need a coach." Mm-hmm. And that was when I realized that Brooklyn Nets are done because they do need a coach because as you can see they only if they're listening to him, and I watched Kevin Durant in the Atlanta game, the second, first game. Kevin Durant mm-hmm. is standing on the court like a coach, giving instructions yeah. in his uniform. I think that's a technical he cuts foul.
0: Kyrie Irving.
1: Well, he should. Yeah, he I mean, cuts that, not Kyrie <laughs> Well, he should. I mean, he, he, mm-hmm. he's just—I don't he get. He said what something to him. him and, go ahead. I don't get what they're doing over there because. You know, both of them, <laughs> both of them needed to join. Well, Kyrie Irving would still be a a lottery team point guard in Cleveland if it weren't for LeBron coming to save him, and Kevin Durant still wouldn't have a ring if he didn't join the team that beat him. I mean, that's problem right there. And now you've got a kid uh-huh. that's seven foot two with an Achilles with a ripped Achilles, and now he's out there playing basketball, and you can see he's dragging that leg now. Uh, this is not going to go as well as you think. Because with this schedule, and they want to end this thing on time. Yeah, this schedule is brutal.
0: Yeah. The schedule is brutal.
1: Remember how they were going to do back to backs backs backs. away with back-to-backs?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they ain't doing away with any of them. They're playing back-to-backs three games in four nights. That's a tough go, and they haven't even put up the second half of the schedule yet. Who knows what that's going to look like if they even get that far. Right Now, there's another right. team I wanted to ask you about, Jay. One, I, okay. Look at the ball. Two teams, I'm sorry. Because forget about all these well, other teams. I like the Miami Heat. We know at some point they're going to be up there, but Boston okay. can Boston finally get to the finals and win?
0: Oh man, as you, you know that I I hate the Boston Celtics. But I know I'm you do. Be... <laughs> Objective. It seems like okay, <laughs> they're going. I they can get to. They got enough talent to reach to finals, but Brad Stevens got to figure out the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum conductual. They get you know what I'm saying? It's like Right. I can I can explain this. They both believe they're Batman, but one of them gotta be a Robin. And they, they ain't both figured that be out Batman. yet. And they haven't figured it out yet. Okay? They haven't figured it out. One night Jason Tatum he, like they beat the Pistons the other night, game winning shot. The other night Jalen Brown goes off. It's like Brad Stevens is going to have to figure out who is who, who is what, put them in that, in that position so they can finally get over this hump. You got to realize, ever since they got taken, since the the the, the uh, momentum has been on the Celtics to win a the championship, they've let the Toronto Raptors get to the finals. They've let the Miami Heat get to the finals. At some point, it's like, who do we hold accountable for this? The main constants have been Jalen Brown, Jason Taylor, and Brad Stevens. He went throwing Danny Ainge as well. So, I remember I argued with my buddy. She's a uh, diehard Celtics fan. I say go get James Harden. We're going to go get James Harden. Hey, we don't need James Harden. Oh, she was getting angry upset. Jada Brown went off of 45. She posted his stats. He's averaging 20 since a game. But regular season games doesn't matter with the Celtics. It's all about the playoffs and the adjustments. Who's going to be that guy for them? Is it Tatum? Because Tatum right now is getting – is getting the 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 uh, acknowledgement and getting the hype top ten top ten player. How far is Jaden Brown off from Tatum? It's, I think Jaden Brown can be is better than Tatum. Yeah, I you think you mean? might That's be. That's not right. far. The, <laughs> That's not far out the realm, You know what I mean? So it's like playoff time. That, that it's a it's almost like it's not a talent issue. It's not a strategic issue. It's almost like an ego issue. They both got their money. They both got paid. Okay what's the difference between Jaden Brown and Jason Tatum one wears Jordans the other wears Adidas but in crunch time who gives who who wants the ball you give it to Tatum he goes he misses it's like they they try to set games up for Tatum Tatum may start a game 0 for 10 then Jaden Brown can't get into the floor of the game and he's frustrated so that's the thing i see with the Boston Celtics like I'm not really taking these regular season games with them in. in like they what? What's their record? Four and three, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever.
1: Four and two, I think.
0: It's more about the playoffs and the playoffs adjustment with Brad Stevens, Jalen Brown, and Jason Taylor. Who's gonna be that guy? Who's gonna take a step back? Who's willing to take a step back? Like with Golden State, we knew that Steph was a guy. Clay was number two, but Clay was also just as important as Steph. But we—it's the hierarchy and they knew their position. We don't know the hierarchy or the position of the Boston Celtics.
1: You know, I was just talking about the Golden State Warriors, and I said the day they traded Monte Ellis for Andrew Bogut, they sealed the deal and Mm -hmm. they made Steph Curry a champion because no one messed with Steph Curry when Bogut was on the floor. And once they got – and when Bogut started games, they had like a 90% winning percentage. It was unreal. And that's Mm -hmm. what I'm waiting for the Mm -hmm. Hawks to get, A, a big enforcer guy who can back up? Yeah, play a little bit because when he gets in the playoffs, you right. know they're coming after him. It, it, all that buddy right. buddy stuff goes out win and the
0: window. It, it started last week. I want to say against Memphis with the whole Grayson Allen fiasco. Oh yeah, Steve huh? Nash called. It's like it's already started. I know somebody's going. some. yes, yeah, it's already started. He was getting into it with the referees Saturday night, and John Collins had to come and get him and stuff. It's already started. The frustration is already starting. Where he's getting irritated with opposing players and referees, and you are exactly right. We uh, some type of enforcer, a bulk like you said. what Bogey did. He came in. He he threw the hammer at folks. Even Zaza, he was dirty. He was dirty, but yep. Zaza wasn't enforced. I love Zaza in Atlanta. We love Zaza in Atlanta. He took the, he went straight at Garnett and didn't care. Like, we love it. Like Zaza. Can, we should put his name. We should put his jersey in the Raptors. I would think so. so yeah, after relax. that Garnett
1: thing, man. I, I love
0: those opportunity. That's I think.
1: My guy. I think the thing with Boston though is that uh, I don't think Brad Stevens can coach marquee players. I don't think he has the cash to coach mm. those kind of guys. Look what happened with Kyrie Irving. That was the first marquee player he had in there. That didn't work. Yeah, he had Al Horford on the way down. Horford is an right. easy guy to get along. So we don't really count him. But Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward left, and he was his coach in college, and he didn't want to yeah. stay. Maybe he had to he leave. Opted out. Yeah, opted out. He didn't even wait around, and I don't he, think he, he even talked out. to them. He yeah, he opted out. He opted out, and good for him. You know what? He's doing pretty good. I don't think that Charlotte team is that good, <laughs> but whatever. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks is the last team. I think okay. that they are probably because I think the Toronto Raptors are in trouble. I think the uh, yeah. the magic of Nick Nurse has finally caught up to him. I think karma is about to catch up to him, too, but I, yeah. I won't go that I think... far. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, though? What do you think of the uh, Bucs? The Bucks are playing at the fastest pace. They've got probably, arguably, one of the best coaches in the NBA, um, especially in development. I mean, he's coached a 60-win team. You know, he's good. I know that yeah, Atlanta I... fans aren't big fans of Mike Budenholzer, but it is what <laughs> it is. He's got he's got a whip down there in Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, I, I like Coach Bud. I love Coach Bud. We did to Atlanta, but there is some questions about Coach Bud in the playoffs and some in game adjusting with, with with Coach with Coach Bud. Uh, that Milwaukee team they're also streaky on and off. They still gonna be there at the end, but until Giannis figure out, he needs a post game. They're not going anywhere. Him dribbling the ball up and down the court and shooting air ball threes, not gonna get it done.
1: Not gonna get it done. He look, has to, Go ahead.
0: He's not gonna get it done. Oh, I'm sorry,
1: go ahead. No, look what Boston did to him two seasons ago when they put Semi Ojolehi on that kid. He he hammered he hammered Giannis. He befuddled him. He didn't know what to do. Uh that's that right. was a good adjustment that time, but that's the last adjustment I've seen Brad Stevens make. But you're right. You know, Milwaukee should have won the won the title last year. They had the better team, Mm -hmm. and they didn't. And the reason that they didn't is because Budenholzer did not make adjustments when he needed to. Right, that's horrible. But but can these can the talent overcompensate for that? I don't think so. I don't. I
0: don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like because they feed off of Giannis, so when they see Giannis frustrated, they get frustrated. They don't have anybody in their team say, "Okay, watch out. I'm I'm about to take over the game." They won't and pray that Chris Middleton does it, but he's just not that guy to do it. So, if Giannis is and he's off, the rest of the team is off. It's weird, but it's true. They brought in Drew Holiday. Hopefully, he can calm it down some because last year, you you couldn't rely on Eric Bledsoe, you no, know. No they one got brought he's in Indiana. <laughs> you know, uh they, they got Pat Connaughton you can't rely on Pat Connaughton or Divacinzo. um uh, Yeah, but but, but again that's
1: but those guys are playing there because it's culturally acceptable for them to they're they're big stars oh, yeah. in <laughs> Milwaukee cuz a lot of people don't realize <laughs> a lot of people don't realize this but culture matters when you're putting together a team <laughs> um you have to kind of take that into consideration yeah, like because well, go ahead I'm sorry
0: I, like the Indiana Pacers. They they went all white after the Palace in the Brawl. After the, the Malice in the Palace, they had an all white, they turned into an all white team. Yeah, and yeah, It's yeah, yeah, still sort of like going to that point with TJ McConnell and Sabonis. They, they they like, you got to get the Depot there, but they circled their wagons hitch wagon, hitched their wagons to Sabonis.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: He's a so, beast, though, down low. Oh, uh, man. But,
1: you put yeah, him I on like the Atlanta Sabonis Hawks, and they. Real you real. put you put Sabonis on the Atlanta Hawks, and you've got a championship. Yeah, I hey. love, Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: A, yeah. yeah. I love. I love Sabonis.
1: That's a core fed Sabonis. kid, there, boy. Hey. out. That's you
0: what you know. What that's what the Boston Celtics need. If you want to talk about it, you know what I mean. Yeah, the great white thing. hope. They, they're so. they yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah. With you that, can't say how, that, but, but I can. Perimeter-based, they're, they're so perimeter-based, they don't they're have anybody to dip it into. You know, get you that easy. But Like, look at the Lakers. Davis, you got LeBron, okay? Yeah, LeBron, okay, you want to call him the GOAT, greatest player of all time. But Anthony, they run off of – and Anthony Davis make that team so easy. Right. Easy. Right. He, he, he opens up for everybody.
1: He, he plays had, inside,
0: yeah. outside, post game, whatever you need.
1: Just like he, Sabonis, he does. It.
0: And that's what a lot of teams—that's what that is missing on his game.
1: Yep, I, I agree with that. But uh, you, said, you said what? I agree with that too. You know, Giannis, if he gets, if he starts posting up, who's going to stop him? That quick step of his—he's fast. You know, for a guy seven one, he's fast. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing him hey, play. In he, he runs
0: like a dope pun.
1: Oh yeah, he runs like a deer. No, no pun intended. He runs like a a buck. A buck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That whole fear of the deer. That's him. He flies and he gets through things too. You know, nothing gets yeah, in his way. No
0: pun. No pun intended.
1: No pun intended. But it's the damn truth. Can you imagine guarding yeah. that kid? I remember watching it. I remember covering the national team in Greece, and I know we were doing the show then. And I told you about it. I saw. I went to watch Thanassis right at Um, Because he was the guy that they weren't sure Mm -hmm. if was going to make the team, and then I I, and there aren't really that Mm -hmm. many black guys in Greece playing basketball, um, especially in the Division Two. So and I see two of them, and I'm like, what? And I couldn't figure out which one was which, but there was the one was lot light skinned, more light skinned, and he had arms Uh down to his ankles, and he was very awkward. Uh And I thought, oh, geez, he might be a really good player one day. Turns out two weeks later, he was drafted Mm -hmm. by the Bucks. It's crazy. I didn't think he – you know, because he really didn't look like that much. You know, he wasn't excelling Mm -hmm. at all. He was just really good, and they took a chance on him and won. I like what you're doing over there in Atlanta, Hawks people. I I like this. I don't know how far that's going to go or how long that experiment with the coach is going to last or whatever, but there's reason to be happy in Atlanta, and I know it's really tough right now with this pandemic and all, but if you get a chance – couple things you want to do if you get the chance. You want to listen to the Gooniverse podcast. That's the first thing that you want to do. Yeah. And the second thing you yes, want to do yes. is catch an Atlanta Hawks game some night. You know, I, my, I wanted to go down there and watch, but the traveling is messed up because I want to go watch Tony's Legends team, Tony O'Mateo's Legends. I'm a big supporter of them as well. <laughs> Jamian, fantastic oh, yeah. stuff, Malaysia. man. Fantastic stuff. Uh, oh, man, it felt good being back, man. It felt good. It felt good. It should be. It really should be. Cause we're gonna have you back on again. It was a lot of fun. Tell everyone where they can find you again, bro.
0: Yeah, man. Um at the Gooniverse. At Gooniverse, Instagram, Facebook, also, um finals on iTunes Radio, finals on Spotify, finals on iHeartRadio, I'm excuse me, uh iPod Apple Podcast, iTunes Radio Spreaker iHeartRadio, uh, say Facebook, Instagram, Gooniverse. YouTube shows, YouTube channel is coming soon. So got a lot of stories ready for this year.
1: Well that's just awesome. And I can tell you this and, and I had Jamie and used me for a reference at CBS. And I remember when they called me in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> and then you right. know what I, and I, I never told you what I told them, but I'm gonna tell the whole world what I told them. And oh, you at the same time. And I, I, I hope Miss And I hope yeah. Miss Bernice is uh, listening. What I told him is I don't know much about his camera ability. I don't know much about any of those things. Here's what I do know, that he's been on my show 75 times, and sometimes last minute. And he's never one time been late. He's never one time disrespected me. He always retweeted. He always promoted. He did whatever he needed to do because he was hungry, and that's why I helped you. And I'm really proud of you. I am so proud of your master's degree and the fact that you're teaching because you weren't doing any of those things when we met. And the fact that you just got right? your, you got your act together. You're, you're, the, you're America's worst nightmare. You're, you're an educated black man who does the right thing. You're the, you does the right thing. Yeah, man. That's a nightmare for America. They can't handle that. I tell you what, this has been a great show. Thanks for being here, Jay.
0: No problem, man. Love you, man.
1: Ah, same here. Listen, folks, catch catch the Gooniverse. That's going to wrap it up for today's Phil Nason Show. You can catch us at CSN Sports Radio, and just go to the website, Phil Nason Show, where, we, where everything else is and where you can find us day or night. Until next time, y'all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, My mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at CashWithFlash and like our Facebook show page.